Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 14th, 2024. Today is Valentine's Day. And so as we celebrate our love, uh, our human love, one for another, uh, especially those of us that are married, those of us that are in relationships, as we're celebrating this type of love, let us celebrate the love of God as well, the love that God has for us and the love that we have for God. So I say happy Valentine's Day to you. Uh, my wife is watching, so I, I speak life and blessing over my wife. She's the love of my life. Uh, she ministers to me in uh, in ways that only she can and only she should. Say amen to that. All right. So anyway, I'm, te- I'm teaching a series right now on fixed purpose and laser focus. I'm saying that all year we're going to be teaching on how to live your life with a laser focus on the fixed purpose that we believe that God established for us from the foundations of the world. And so what that means is that we believe, I believe from the Bible, that God has a purpose for me, a purpose for you. And this purpose was fixed and established before we were born. It is immutable. It is unchangeable. God will never take it back. Uh, The giftings and the callings of God are without repentance. That said, we're born ignorant of those plans. So we have to discover it. So we find it, follow it, and finish it. That's the goal. We discover it, develop it, and deploy into it. So I shared with you Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 at the beginning of the year. And I said we would look at at this scripture pretty much every day. I then gave you about uh, 20 other scriptures that we looked at. And I talked a little bit about each, and I said we were going to circle back. And so right now we're circling back. We're still laying the foundation. Here we are in February. We're just laying the foundation for the year. And then we're going to spend the rest of the year giving you examples of people that live with a laser focus on their fixed purpose. So that said, the scripture that I'm going to add to Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 today is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. And based on that, the title of today's message is Grace for Your Purpose. Put in the chat, I have grace for my purpose. I want you to know that there's a level of grace on your life for your purpose The subtitle is Doing What You Were Born To Do. Put in the chat, I will do what I was born to do. Get ready for the word. This is going to be good. Open up your heart to receive. So I have grace for my purpose. You have grace for your purpose. And so I should do what I was born to do. And you should do what you were born to do. That's what we're going to deal with today. So Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 from the Passion Translation says this. Set your gaze on the path before you. There is a specific tailor-made path that was set by God before you. Put in the chat, I will set my gaze on it. Set your gaze on the path before you. With fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. I'm looking straight ahead. I will ignore life's distractions. I'm not going to allow myself to be distracted, not to the left, nor to the right, nor dissuaded in any way. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 from the easy to read version. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. I'm going to probably deal with this for a few days. The Bible says this, God has made us what we are. Put in the chat, I'm a God-made man I'm a, or a God-made woman, right? So I'm not, I'm not a self-made man. 
I'm not a self-made woman. I'm a God-made man. I'm a God-made woman. God has made us what we are. The text says, in Christ Jesus, God made us new people. Why, Paul? Why did God make us new people? So that we would spend our lives doing the good works that he had already planned for us to do. So there are works. I'm not saved by works, but I'm saved for work. So there's work that I was born to do. There's work. Put in the chat, I'm going to get to work. I'm going to get to work because this there's work that I was born to. There are things that I'm supposed to be doing. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. So I, I don't need to, to concern myself to be distracted. I'm not going to be distracted by what you're doing. I'm going to celebrate what you're doing, but I'm going to be focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. So Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 reveals to us that we are God's handiwork, his craftsmanship. We were designed by God specifically for good work. There is good work that I'm supposed to be doing. So this work is not just a duty. No, this work is actually a reflection of God's grace in my life, on my life, through my life, with my life. So it's not when I'm doing what I'm, I'm called to do, like today's word right now, this is one of the things I'm called to do. When I'm doing it, when I get up to do today's word, it's not just a duty. No, it's a reflection of the grace of God, is a reflection of the fact that I believe that God called me to do this. And along with the calling, he gave me the grace to do it. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you this morning from Ephesians chapter two and verse 10, Proverbs chapter four and verse 25. And I'm not going to finish this today. Obviously, I'm going to come back to these two scriptures tomorrow. So three things. Number one, here we go. Understanding our creation and our calling. Understand the fact that you were created a certain way. You were wired. You were you were predisposed for your purpose. You will create like you know. There's something. You, some things is just like this is just the way I am. I'm wired this way. So for example, um, I am wired by the grace of God. I, I can't take credit for this, but I can look at complex things and explain it in a way that is simple. I can simplify the com the complex, and uh, I've made a career out of it, right? And so not, not just preaching. I'm not talking about preaching. I'm talking about like in technology. So I've been in technology for over 34 years, and I can, I can read something or do something that is very complex and then, and then process it, and it's almost like automatic, and then I could just communicate that in a way that is very simple. For example, uh, Monique Farrell is watching. Uh, Monique, her husband used to be my, my boss. He was the CIO of the army. I was the CTO. We would be in a meeting and, uh, we were responsible for over a million users around the globe. So all of these companies, corporations would come in and, and these people would come in with like, you know, PhDs and this and that. And they would explain something like convolutional neural networks or, you know, whatever, data cataloging, ontologies or whatever, right? Some type of technology stuff. And they would explain it a lot of times in, in with like $50 words. And, and in the meeting, her, <laughs> her husband would look at me and be like, uh, you know, what does that mean? And then I would explain it in English. And and then he's like, oh, and then so everybody looks at the person like, why didn't you just say that? Right. And so and, and this is not like this. I was born this way. So going all the way back to this is not in my notes, but I just feel like saying this. So um, I was just in Tampa last week and 
uh, I went over to the, the guy that was my best friend in high school. We went to his mom's house. My sister uh, doesn't live too far from his mom. So I went to go see her. Oh, my God. So we hugged. Oh, my God. Como esta? Todo bien. Gracias a Dios. So we're sitting at his mom's house. And uh, one of his family members were there. And they knew me when I was a teenager. They knew me when I was 13, 14, 15. You know, we were best friends in high school. And I started telling the story. My, my best friend in high school, Manuel Ureña, is now the a principal of a high school in New York City. And even in high school, Manny would just explain stuff like in a very complex way. And people in Brooklyn, you know, they're no joke. You know, the kids in class would be like, what is that? And one of our teachers would be like, uh, Ricardo, can you explain that? And I would just explain it in English and everybody would be like, yo, why didn't you just say that, Manny? You know, so anyway, I said that to say, I was made this way. Like, I mean, I'm not taking credit for it. I could look at theological concepts like predestination, glorification, sanctification. These are things that I learned in Bible college and that are oftentimes very difficult to explain. And God just gives me the uh, way of explaining it in, in ways that people can see, hear, and understand. So I'm not taking credit for that. That's the grace of God. My point is that just like I have things that I, I'm uniquely designed to do, you have things that you are uniquely designed to do. And so I hope that by now you understand that you have a purpose that was fixed from the foundations of the world, and you have a grace to do what you're, you're called to do. And God created you and wired you a certain way. So you have to embrace the grace to be who it is that God has called you to be and stop looking at other people. Do not compare yourself with other people because you're not them. You don't have their grace. You have your grace and you have to run your race with your grace at your pace. So your identity and your calling is rooted in who it is that God has called you to do. So you got to live your life in alignment with God's eternal plan for you. So put in the chat, say, I am comfortable being me. And so you got to be comfortable being yourself. And so you got to be comfortable being who it is that God has called you to be. Um, you got to acknowledge your divine calling and your divine assignment. Uh, I got a call from a friend of mine a couple of days ago. He's been pastoring for 19 years and I've pastored before. And I know that I'm called to pastor again, and we oversee a, a church in the Dominican Republic. And, and you know, and I'm on, on, on a board of a church with nine campuses, all of that stuff. But anyway, I'm not like in a position of a pastor right now. And we were talking about how if I didn't know who I who I am, like like there would be people be like, oh, man, you should be like, I need that title. I need to be operating in that position to be at peace with myself. No, I know who I am. Anyway, my, my friend was like, man, dude, I've been pastoring for 19 years. But what you do is way different than what I do. But you're making a, a significant impact. You're impacting people that I would never reach. And so so we we got to know who we are. We got to know what we're called to do. We got to know that we are uniquely designed for such a time as this. And we got to be okay with it. Put in the chat. Say, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with who it is that God has called me to be. I embrace the works that God wants me to do. And these are predestined works. And these are not a burden. Predestined works, this is not a burden. This is not something I've got to do. This is something I get to do, right? So what God has called me to do, I don't see it as a burden. I see it as a privilege. I get to do this thing. So whatever God has called you to do, don't see it as a burden. See it as a blessing. See it as a privilege. Discover your, your divine assignment. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. Seek God's face. Listen to his guidance. Ask God to reveal to you who it is that you are and what you were born to do from the foundations of the world. And this journey of uncovering who you are and the works, the good works that you are called to perform while you're on this planet is a process of spiritual growth and self-discovery 
and a continuous surrender to the will of God. It's a process. Every day you're walking with God and God is walking with you. And so while our purpose is established, it's a fixed purpose, right? It's established from the foundations of the world. Fixed purpose. It's static. While my purpose is static, me walking out my purpose is not static. Me walking out my purpose is dynamic. So each day, as I'm walking out my divine assignment with God, my purpose is fixed. It's not going to move. But my journey is not fixed. My journey is, is, is dynamic. My journey is a journey of discovery where God is giving me revelation. A journey of development where I'm going through the process of discipleship. A journey of deployment where I'm, I'm being deployed by God into real life experiences. I'm going into meetings and conversations and activities that I believe is part of God's preordained plan for my life. And so I'm doing all of this knowing that while I'm doing it, I'm like, man, there's this consciousness that is outside of me that's telling me I was supposed to do this. I was born, I was born for this. Put in the chat, I was born for this. And I was born for this from the foundations of the world. God ordained for me to do this. Say amen to that. Number two, living out our preordained works. Now, you got to know that there are some works that you're supposed to be doing. Put in the chat, I have work to do. While we're not saved by work, we're saved for work. You're not saved to sit. You're saved to serve. So there is preordained work that we were designed and deployed to this planet to complete, and we need to get it done before we die. Put in the chat, say, I'm going to get it done. I will get it done before I die. So each day presents to us a new opportunity to live out these good works. These are good works that God has prepared for us. And when we do, when we do it, when we do what we were born to do, we leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. We're impacting our world for the glory of God. These are divine assignments. These are tailor-made assignments. These are unique gifts and talents that God has bestowed upon us. These are experiences that we're supposed to have while we walk with God. We embrace our God-given works. And when we do so, it infuses your life with purpose and joy and fulfillment. People say, well, Rick, why are you excited every day? Because I know that this is amazing. Like, I mean, like, I get to do this. But Rick, you're not doing this. You're not doing what such and such is doing. You don't have what such and such has. You don't have enough the money they have or, or the, the cars they have or the houses they have or you haven't been here, been there or you're not doing or you don't have this title. Listen, I, I'm not them. Like I'm not them. And so I, I'm, I'm free. Like I don't have to be them. I'm not comparing myself with them. I'm me. And, 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 and my God, being me is amazing. Like put in the chat, say being me is amazing. I'm, I know who I am. Being me is amazing. I'm good with being me. And so I'm excited. I'm going to be the, nobody can be me but me. And I'm going to be the best me that I can be. Glory to God. And so there's a level of purpose and joy and fulfillment in knowing that I am me and I'm contributing to the kingdom of God and I'm walking out my divine assignment. And, and I know that God is on me and in me and with me and for me. And I realize that I'm part of this grand plan and grand design and that my life is a small part of this divine narrative. And, and therefore, I'm going to live every day with the spirit of it excellence and integrity. And if you need motivation, all you got to do is remind yourself that God is watching when nobody is watching. And so, so yeah, God is watching. And so you could be, I, I could be down here in my basement, in my office, by myself, nobody's around. And I know that I still have to do stuff with a spirit of excellence. I know that when I'm writing an email or doing today's word and that doesn't sound right, I can't just let it slide. I have to fix it. Or I'm doing something, mm, I don't know. I, I, I can't just, I, I can't be okay with mediocrity. Why? Because God is watching. Oh, glory 
glory to God. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to do things with the spirit of excellence because that's the standard that God has established for me. There's a preordained path that I'm walking down. I, I am, I'm, I'm fulfilling God's plans for my life. I'm doing it with a spirit of excellence. I'm doing it with, with a spirit of integrity. Why? Because I know that God is watching when nobody else is watching. And God is like, come on, son. That's what, listen, you got to walk in, in the level of integrity with your assignment. You got to be okay with who you are and you got to do it with the spirit of excellence every day. God is saying, because I'm excellent and, and this is who I am and you represent me. And so I'm representing God on a daily basis. You are representing God on a daily basis. And so you're walking it out. And watch this. You're also walking it out with the spirit of an overcomer. Put in the chat, I have a spirit of an overcomer. Because what this means is that while my purpose is fixed and established, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. While my purpose is fixed and established, God never said it was going to be easy. So for me to accomplish the good works that God has called me to do, I have to overcome obstacles and challenges and oppositions. And it may get harder before it gets easier. And it may get worse before it gets better. But I know that I'm walking out my divine destiny and I will not be moved. And it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what I've seen in my heart. Say amen to that. Glory to God. All right, number three, last point for today so I can let you go. The impact of our divine purpose. I want you to know that when you're walking out your divine purpose, you leave an impact. You're living in alignment with the, the divine purpose that God has established for you from the foundations of the world. And when you do so, you get to showcase God's love and his power. Your life becomes a testimony. You are, a, the Apostle Paul said, you're a, a, an epistle. You're a walking letter to be read of men. You are a walking, talking billboard for Jesus. You're showing people what it looks like to walk in your divine assignment. You're showing people what it looks like to know that you are called by God. You're showing people what it looks like to glorify God in this world. So you are glorifying God in everything that you do. You know that God is on you and in you and with you and for you. And so you are walking out your divine destiny. You are glorifying God in the process because you know that you are doing what you were destined to do. Say amen to that. And when we live this way, our lives become testimonies of God's faithfulness, his grace, his love, and his purpose. When people look at our lives, they see somebody who is motivated, who is um, purposeful, who is established, who has laser focus, who's not confused, who, who lives with a certain level of clarity, and who has an empowerment that people have to acknowledge is beyond them, that there's something on them. Why? Because it, it's that something is a someone and that someone is God. So you are fulfilling your purpose. You're living it out. Uh, you're reflecting God's goodness. You're reflecting God's creativity. You're reflecting God's redemptive work. People know that you used to be crazy and, and they, they meet you now and they'd be like, wow, girl, you different. Yeah. Yes. That's the grace of God. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, you're, you're, you're displaying the redemptive power of God's grace. You're displaying the creative nature of God's goodness. You're saying stuff that you never said before, that you're saying stuff you never heard before. You're, you're speaking with a certain level of wisdom that exceeds your education and experience. And people are hearing you and saying that that's not what he, he didn't used to sound like that. Why? Because that's the grace of God, that you're walking out this preordained mis, uh, uh, mission and vision and purpose. You know that God's wisdom is flowing from your lips. God is giving you the words and God is performing the work. And uh, in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah said this, he says, bring all who claim me as their God 
for I have made them for my glory. You and I, we were made for the glory of God. He says, it was I who created them. They didn't create themselves. So you know that you were created for the glory of God. You know that ultimately you are walking out your divine purpose. Ultimately, you are walking out your divine calling and you're doing so as the highest expression of worship. I am, I'm going to live my life as who God called me to be because in so doing, I'm displaying God's handiwork. I'm displaying, I'm showing people, my family members, when, when, now, like when I first got saved, they thought I was crazy, uh, uh, but probably is because I was still a little bit crazy. But but now, 20 something years later, 28 years later, now people see, my family members are like, oh my God, that's the hand of God over him. When they need a prayer, they call me. Why? Because they know that's the, the hand of God is on his life. They can see that the, the handiwork of God. They can see the grace of God. They can see the transforming power of God. And they see it in me and with me and through me. And, and they see it. And, they, and, and, and I've laid hands on people in my family and the glory of God has been manifested. They say, if you need a prayer, you better call him. Right? right? And so, so now what, what's happening? It is the glory of God that's being manifested. People can see the transformation. People can see the clarity. People can see the focus. People can see the confidence. People can see it. And they have to acknowledge that Rick Pena, come on, man, Rick Pena is not that smart and Rick Pena is not that good. So it's not about me. It's all about him. It is the, the God on me, the grace of God. I'm not taking credit for this. Are you crazy? I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn, man. I went to New York City public schools. This is the grace of God. This is the, the this is the anointing of God. This is the Holy Spirit. This is God, not me. And so, so now I'm living my life. And I, I sometimes I'm like, I can't believe this is my life. This is this is crazy. And and thank you, Lord. And you choose to use me this way for your glory. I'm telling you, I love me some Ephesians two and ten. I'm gonna close today's message out, but I'm not done with this verse. We're going to come back to it again tomorrow. I hope that you enjoyed this message. This is a message you might need, need to listen to again, and you better share it with somebody. Let's close it out. Lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I declare that I'm living my life with a laser focus on your fixed purpose. I acknowledge today that I am your masterpiece. Oh, glory to God. I, I live my life full of gratitude. I'm focused on good works. I recognize every opportunity as an opportunity to display your glory. I know that my calling is calling me and I will fulfill it with joy and excellence. I believe that each day presents opportunities for me to do the specific assignments that I was born to fulfill. So I embrace both the discovery and the challenge. I know that your grace is sufficient for me. I live with the spirit of an overcomer. I have the grace to succeed and overcome. I leave a legacy of faithfulness and righteousness because I'm committed to glorifying your name. My greatest act of worship is to do what I was born to do. So I execute the good works. I live with a laser focus. I set my gaze and I ignore life's distractions. Greater is coming for me because I'm living my life in accordance with your will. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow, I'm gonna have another one. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, 
please go to todaysword.org. If you want my notes, and why would you not get the notes? You get them for free. Go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button on the top right side of the website. Click on it. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. Walk in your divine assignment. Do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share the message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing day. Greater is coming for you. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.